Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to Inside White Center. My name is Frank Johnson. I'm here along with our co-host, Lisa Nguyen and uh, Christian Tatua. And uh, we're really glad to have you guys with us again. How are you guys doing? You guys... Say something. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Summer has been treating me really well. Yeah, it was honestly from social media. It looks like you've been having a great time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I have. maybe a little too much fun. Hey, man, like honestly, get it out, and enjoy the sun, and enjoy the good times. That you know, I think it's really important for us to really, really take a break from the regular stuff and get out and actually do what we want to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? How are you doing, Christian? I'm doing well. Um, I was just sharing with the group before we hopped on. I bought a house. Um, oh yeah! Congratulations. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, I didn't get to tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I know you've been. I know you've been like, like, uh, like you kind of been like, uh, oh, not away, but you've been. Um, yeah, I've been out of it. Yeah, uh, a little it, yeah, bit. Um, yeah. out the game. Um, not communicating as much. I bought a house and then I spent all of last week painting it. Um, I'm also doing a summer program with Pacific Islander Youth. Oh, heck yeah. Um, so I've just been going to work after staying up all night yeah. at the at the house <laughs> painting. Ooh. I think um, the last time I talked to you, you were talking about potentially buying a house, yeah. and you and Emily going to a workshop together. So it's crazy that you own a house now. Yeah. Nice. We spoke like it's actually crazy because a few feel months like ago we've talked about this a lot. Yeah. We've talked about wanting to buy homes yeah. in Y Center or buy homes. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, you recorded that episode that yep. we're still trying to yeah, trying to get up. We're trying to find um, it. <laughs> and then we recorded that that episode with Hugo. He he went into it a little bit. Yep. Um, did we actually but, had that one episode where we record? Uh, with, or but did we already? That's what I, that's what oh, I was. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And now, <laughs> quit reminding yeah. me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, but yeah, to be at this point, it's it's kind of crazy, you know. You're sitting there, and it's not really that real. I mean, everything's still around. We we're not like. Like, things aren't clean, which is kind of nasty. But um, And then you find little surprises all around the house that you need to fix, mm-hmm. yeah. that you don't know how to fix, but you learn how to fix. So mm-hmm. it's cool. I got a dog. I got Emily a dog. Surprise her. I showed you guys the video. Yeah. Yeah, what kind little, of dog? little golden doodle. A, sorry, what now? Golden doodle. <laughs> this this golden is how I know I don't know anything about dogs. That's not the fried chicken I'm, dog, is it? The fried chicken dog. You know how like you have a bunch of golden doodles like in a bundle and they look oh, like fried. It's look, like is it fried chicken or is it a dog? Oh, gotcha! Yeah. Like KF- KFC <laughs> extra crispy. I think, I think it might be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he has the fried chicken you'll, dog. You'll have curly. <laughs> I like how it's called the goat. He <laughs> said the goat. Have you guys not seen that? <laughs> I, need sh- I need to show you. <laughs> you. You think I sound crazy, huh? No, let me tell you. You're gonna look. You're gonna look at this thing. You're gonna be just like, that's a chicken. No, I was just like, I was just like, I need to, I need to, I need to do something about that. If I'm thinking that everything, I'm looking at a bunch of dogs and then some chicken. While, uh, <laughs> while Lisa's pulling that up, um, I just wanted to talk to the group, <sighs> mention that we, um, that we did a episode last, last episode, which was about the creators of White Center and it was the OGs in our in our set. <laughs> the AARP card holders. the folks that and I want to I want to touch base on them a little bit. I'll connect a little to them, but um, we wanted to talk about as the younger folks like how we came to White Center, why we're still in White Center, and what it means to live in and die in White Center. Um, so I wanted to start off what. 
how did you how does your story what is your history in white center how did you get here did it begin here um what does your story in white center look like uh i guess i'll start off um so if really want to go there my 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 time in white center started probably like when i was in when i was seven and uh we were living over in site one at the time Park Lake Homes yep yep, Mm -hmm. yep, yep. and uh that that was a very short-lived time because I ended up going to uh ended up going to White Center Heights and Mount View uh for uh like in in between that one school year because we were trying to move to Boulevard Park and uh, Boulevard Park if you don't know is like the sister neighborhood um, the, the, the sister unincorporated part of King County, uh, Dwight Center down the hill, uh, close to the freeway and, North uh, White Center. Uh, basically, uh, yeah, basically. That was calling where I bought, I bought in seats. I actually called it East White Center. East White Center. <laughs> <laughs> Center. Um, and then, uh, so, um, no, like most of my most of my time in White Center was actually me living in Boulevard Park and catching the 128 to get mm-hmm. back up into White Center because <laughs> that's where that's where all my friends were. That's where all the homies were. Well, when, when did you, well, how old were you when you moved to Boulevard Park? We were, I was eight. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you were catching the buses as an eight-year-old. Well, I was catching the buses everywhere else as an eight-year-old. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Like we, we had you know we had the school bus that picks up on one the Moines Memorial on 108th. And because the the funny thing was is that I was going to Hilltop, and Hilltop wasn't mm-hmm. technically in the boundary that all the that all the so I should have still went to like Southern Heights or should have went to what was it um Beverly. Uh, uh, Beverly Park and everything, but my mom wanted me and my brother to go to the same school, which was funny because it was only going to be for like one year because he's like six years older than me, and so, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but um, uh, so ended up going to Hilltop Elementary and whatnot, and then I wasn't catching the school bus there because there was no school bus that went by my house, and so. <clears throat> Um, my mom would I would get up early with my mom because she was a she was a uh, a medical assistant at the time at Group Health back in the day near the Kid Valley up in Capitol Hill, and uh, I would get up really early with her, and then she would drop me off really close to the time that you probably should have woken up to actually start going to school, and so like I would just walk around the neighborhood, whatnot, <laughs> and everything because I don't live around that particular particular mm-hmm. part yeah. of the neighborhood because that's technically considered SeaTac. Um, and um, uh, it wasn't until it wasn't until I went to Chinook Middle School uh, for one year, and then that's when that's when it all kind of changed. Because uh, <laughs> mind you, I'm still in White Center. I'm still very much embedded in White Center, but like all my friends, I don't go to school with any of my friends. And so, in seventh grade, after seventh grade ended, my mom's just was like, "Hey, we just got a thing in the mail saying that they're changing the boundaries of uh, the, the neighborhoods oh, and whatnot." And I'm thinking, "Boundaries? What? I'm just trying to go to school, dude." You know? <laughs> like I like I mean I like I <laughs> like that's a, that's a sport now. Like I don't I don't get it. And so um, uh, you know, just the whole mess of being an unincorporated King County. 
and everything. So she was just like, you can either go, you can stay at, at Chinook Middle School, but we would have to figure out a way for you to get to school. You'd probably have to take the metro or something. And taking the metro to SeaTac is a lot different than taking a school bus to SeaTac. And so I was just like, well, uh, she's like, is that, you can go to Cascade Middle School for eighth grade. And I was just like, well, if it's back in White Center, then then that means I'm just I'm just close close to home, you know, because I was already been doing UGM Union Gospel Mission. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was at, like at, at Mount View, like Union Gospel Mission Elementary for like for a long time, and so I took a year off, getting back into it, going into eighth grade, and that's when I met Zach. <laughs> and that's basically when I met Pat. I met that. That was the day with that kid threw that rock through your back of your window. <laughs> it wasn't me, but I remember. I remember that was. I remember the first thing. The first thing here, because you know, it was, it was Zach Fatna, and um, uh, yeah, it was just you guys were were the middle school YouTube camp leaders, and uh, and it was like. It, it was like a bunch of like remember Shoshone yeah. and like the, like Shoshone went to Hilltop with me yeah. and like these are all there's some of the kids were like friends that I had met that I met when I lived in White Center and so now that I'm back I'm like we're all older right mm-hmm. and we got these two people I've no I don't know who Zach is I don't know who Pat is I don't know who Miss Margo is and that let me tell you right there me not knowing was uh, I had to be rectified real quick, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, and it's just one of those things where, like, I'm back home and I'm just like, okay, there's a lot of stuff that either that the that I miss because you know I know the rep, I know the rep that White Center has. Like, you know, I, I walked down the streets like in the last episode of years, Zach's talking about the the lullaby of the of the sirens and everything. But it was just one of those things where I came back to White Center, you know what I'm saying, and I was just like. You know, like having all my having friends, like the first friends that that I met were through the UGM Union Gospel Mission. You know, uh, shout out Lisa Dawn, Frankie Miranda, you know, Shoshone and them, and um, uh, 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 countless others, Linda Ba Cham, you know, and them. <laughs> and it's just like I remember it's just like this little site one we used to play all the time, you know. And um, it was just one of those things where I was just like, this is probably the beginning of where White Center actually starts for me because n- n- little did I know it was going to be the beginning of my community work. Um, my first job out of high school, you know, community schools collaboration, which was through teens and public service at the mm-hmm. time. And I remember just, <laughs> I remember signing up for this internship program after, after graduating high school. And it was there working with young middle school kids from White Center and like preparing them for their transition from eighth grade or excuse me from seventh grade into eighth grade which is funny that not a lot of people actually talk about i feel that after graduating high school and you know getting into you know the community work and you know i remember the day after my birthday the day after my birthday my 18th birthday i had a volunteering thing i had to do a pat <laughs> You know, like it just kind of it was, but it was something that I always look forward to because, uh, you know, living this come, you know, still living in Boulevard Park, but you know, spending every day in White Center, going to the log cabin, going to the Boys and Girls Club, going to youth group on Wednesday nights at seven o'clock, uh, going uh, uh, do pumping up balls for uh, uh, what was it called Christmas in June? You know what I'm saying? 
hundreds of balls, you know, for these children and finding satisfaction out of that, you know. <laughs> it's a, I know that was a long piece. He kind of got into that one a little bit. Sorry, I'm taking time off you guys. But uh, I mean, in terms of the experience, you know, like Kristen, you're a you're a teacher now in White Center, like a teacher, yeah, teacher, teacher. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I teach. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I think my experience. Um, I, I've already, I, I, I've gone through it uh, in one of the episodes. I think if you listen, you kind of already know. So I'll give you just a, like a brief recap. Mm -hmm. uh, um, I, my family was here before I was, and um, my mom. I think it, there's a whole bunch of stuff that happened in Hawaii. Like it's not like super big, but my mother was a single mother. Yeah. Um. So when she was having trouble. Um, because of a disability she had, yeah. um, like a physical disability after a car accident. Um, we moved up to Seattle to be with my extended family. Um, and I lived with a lot of people. There was like 28 people in one house. Yeah. Uh, and, and it fluctuated depending on the time of the year and who was staying there. Um, and so I started my, in White Center as a high school student. Gotcha. Um, I think... I always I tell Pat this sometimes. I met Pat once. <laughs> I met Pat once in high school. All my family members went to a Bible study. I don't even know if you remember that Bible study. <laughs> we went to about one Bible study, and that's the only time I saw Pat. I I started working with Pat afterward um, at when Glenn released his video that they use now. They, they, they use it sometimes in the colleges of like a Pacific Islander. Um, uh, awareness and understanding Pacific Islander families and education. Okay. Um, they use it in a lot of education courses. But I often tell Pat this. I, I feel like I was robbed of my high school because all of that, <laughs> I helped with that. Yeah. I help with some of that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I am like a, a, a second layer of like volunteer. I tell, um, I told Pat this the other day too, Pat. I'm just, I'm just go with it. Uh, <laughs> the, um, I feel like, uh, have you ever seen The Wire? The Wire? Well, it's been a long time. So, in The Wire, like, there's this little chess piece. It's, it seems kind of, it seems cheesy or cliche now, but, like, back then, you yeah. know, The Wire is in the 90s. Um, so, it was, like, it was, like, a really clever uh, way. He was, like, he was talking about the drug game, and he's, like, you see Avon? Avon's the king. You see Stringer? Stringer Bell's the queen. And I was, like, uh... Pat, you you uh you Avon, you're the king, and yeah. I, I'm the queen. I make I make I make your moves. Yeah. <laughs> you, you want a garden? Tell me where to put it. Yeah. You, you, you need me? You want a PI studies? OFM? What's up? I, yeah. I got you. Uh, let's make some moves. Easy. Um, and so I feel in a lot of ways I didn't get that that same type of youth leadership mm -hmm. that um a lot of community programming. I think I was like I was yearning for about the time I was a senior. Yeah. Um, but I will say my experience in White Center. I mean. The diversity here, uh, it's just, I, I, on the East Coast, you know, my culture, my ethnicity is unrecognized. There's very few Samoans. Every time I saw somebody on the East Coast, uh, I'm Samoan. They either don't know what I am or, the, or like, The Rock or Troy Polamalu. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's, not, there's not many uh, Samoans on the East Coast. Yeah. Um, and on the West Coast, you know, besides our area, I feel like it's very segregated in areas of L.A. And I think Kim Nong even mentioned that. Um, in the last episode, it, it's it to me when I meet other cultures, I I have a base understanding, and some cultures are so shocked, mm -hmm. so shocked that I know how to pronounce their names, or yeah. I know how to, or, or that I eat some of their cultural foods. I've had them before, yeah. and it's like no, it's because of where I came from. Yeah, and I think growing up here, 
Um, there's a story I told in the last podcast. I'm gonna keep it simple, keep it straight, like keep it fast. Like I used to go to school late every day, yeah. and there was a lady, a lunch lady there. Her name's Tammy. Um, she used to she used at to Evergreen keep, at Evergreen. Yeah. She used to keep my breakfast. She was like, I'll punch your number in because she knew that because my brother passed away. Yeah. She knew Michael Miller and she knew him and was like, and she knew that I was having a hard time. So yeah. I was coming to school late. I didn't care. Yeah. Uh, I don't care about school. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> uh, <laughs> life's hard. Yeah. You struggle. Exactly. Know? Math. <laughs> I'm hungry. Like, yeah. So, so she's, uh, she, she used to put my 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 meal underneath and was like, just slide it up, take your meal, and go to class. Yeah. I got you. I'll punch your number in for you. So she memorized my number. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think for me, it's like I think White Center. I feel cho- I feel like White Center chose me. You know, yeah. I feel like I feel like I mean, do I, I? Not just that I belong, but that like at the end of the day, um, that there are other people in this world of value, mm-hmm. but for this community, I and valued and that I, Ooh, I like that. am the person so I choose everybody in West Center I choose yeah. to me tell, I told Pat you know and it doesn't matter if it's because of that experience or if it's Pat or if whoever because I feel that belonging it's it's everybody here we're on the same shit it's why it was ship <laughs> that's what I said I said ship <laughs> yep it's <laughs> ship it's White Center versus the world yeah every day it's my center of everything yeah it's my family you know what i mean so um if you're on the ship you know uh i'm gonna make sure that we're all we all get to our destination it doesn't matter if i I don't like a lot of uh, there's a lot of people i we're not friends you know like you're not friends with everybody in your high school class yeah it's right up so yeah that's that's what it's like for me cool lisa lisa you up experience you up my dog yeah so before i met pat before pat was introduced into my life um my family moved to White Center when I was in, I want to say, fifth grade. So I started fifth grade at Mountain View. So we've always kind of moved all over, like, to Seattle. Um, my dad wasn't a good guy. So we just kind of, like, from school to the next school, and it was usually, like, a few years where we would kind of move. Um, but we ended up in White Center. And I'm, I'm pretty introverted and shy, so it's already really hard for me to make new friends. And so coming into fifth grade when – People already kind of have those friendships. It's kind of hard to like, (laughs) like, yeah, try to get in there and talk to them, right? Um, But then I think subconsciously, I always kind of thought, you know, we're probably going to move soon. So I think I had a hard time like, oh, should I really invest in these like relationships? Mm -hmm. Um, But I finished fifth grade um, and then went to sixth grade. And, um, you know, usually you kind of, like, latch on to one person and they're kind of your best friend, and that was what it was for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, are we going to move soon, you know? Yeah. It's been, like, two years now. But we ended up – so I used to live across from the old White Center Food Bank. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. right across? Right, like, like literally no across. Way. Yeah. Like, right next to the bus stop? Um, or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so you like, um, it leads you to like Hicks Lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, you probably, your parents probably saw me like going back to. Oh, we saw a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> you would come out of Hicks Lake. I'm just like, I know what you're doing. <laughs> White Center shenanigans. <laughs> yeah. No, it was fun. It was actually really fun living across from the food bank because uh, on the weekends, um, my siblings and I would ride our bikes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd make her like our own little courses and. Yeah, like, I think it was nice being able to see, like, classmates just walking by. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked it. Um, We ended up moving to my grandma's house, which was kind of, like, just down the street. 
And so I think that cued to me like, oh, we're probably going to be here a while. Mm-hmm. So I started uh, middle school. Um, I think a lot of us, we, we kind of connected like by sports. Yeah. It's just easy to like be able to like just do sports because you don't really have to say anything. You just kind of do it. Yeah. And a lot of our uh, parents, you know, they're they're working. They're pretty much working parents. So when you come home, they're not really there. And it's kind of hard, hard to have, like, conversations with them because they're just, like, work, 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 and you do school. Yeah. Um, so I made a lot of friends that way, just doing sports. Um, I pretty much got involved in, like, after-school programs when I started high school. Yeah. Um, bike club? Hmm? Bike club. The bike, bike club, club. I saw your picture with uh, Lola. Sorry. Which one? The bike club picture. She posted an Instagram photo. I you don't posted know it? She did. Loa did. Wait, who did? Loa did. Oh, Loa. Yeah, my sister, Crystal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I seen her, like, a few weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she posted a picture of, like, all Did she? Yeah. Oh, the taco. The taco night. Yeah, taco yeah, 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 yeah. Taco chickies. Taco chickies. Yeah. So, I think I started bike club, like, kind of late, like, junior year, I want to say. Um, but that's pretty much when I met Pat, because... Um, I think it was Mariah and Silas. I think they were the only two that were really leading the bike club. Um, And it was just kind of like another outlet to be away from home, to kind of like fill the time after school. Um, Because when you're home and there's nothing really to do, your parents aren't there, uh, your siblings are annoying. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to go outside. (laughs) and it was just nice being in a space where you can be with your other, like, people your age and be able to just talk and, you know, we're biking together. I don't even like biking, but I like I like being with people and connecting with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't, at the time, I didn't know what that was going to lead into. I just knew that I'm, I'm going to show up to the next, like, session. We're going to go ride our bikes. We're going to hang out. We're going to have snacks. Um, Pat took us on some pretty cool tr- trips. Um, I think about the San Juan Islands. Pretty often, I would say. That was really fun. Like, she got all of us, like, I think it was it was me, it was Loa, Alana, Brittany, Louisa, and Diana. We we toured the San Juan Islands on our on our bikes. And I think that's really cool. Like, I, I don't think I would ever have been able to do that if it weren't for Pat and the program, right? Um, and those relationships that I built with those girls, it was, it was like, so, like, wholesome and it was just like really beautiful to be able to just connect with each other and um i was thinking about that a lot because we recently connected um a few weeks ago at taco chukis and uh, just being able to see each other's faces and kind of going over like what we're doing right now like i think it's really awesome that loa is studying law like Mm -hmm. that's really badass i always knew that she was like one of the smartest people in the room. So I'm not super surprised that she's studying law. <laughs> and then Alana, she's a scientist. That's really cool. Louisa just graduated. She's a dental hygienist. Nice. Diana, I know that she just finished school. She did, She wasn't able to join us, but she's always been a smart cookie. Uh, and then Mariah. Yep. Mariah's just cool. <laughs> <laughs> she's a doula. She's viral on TikTok. Apparently. Nice. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, so I think that goes to show like how important these kind of like after school programs are Mm. like these relationships that you build Mm. and it's cool to be able to sit in the same room again and kind of talk about what we're doing now yeah 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. um i didn't even talk about like when i went to college so after bike club 
you know, I, I also didn't know what I was going to do. I just knew that I'm going to apply to college. I'm going to go because that's what my parents told me to do. Yeah. Um, I ended up getting into Western. Dope, um, dope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> is that really, is that, is that how you guys say it? I just, no. no. You just made that up? <laughs> we, we had a show with Aaron. We were just, you know, uh, yeah. fellow Vikings, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Give <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I ended up going to Western um, in Bellingham. Uh, I think, you know, Aaron and a lot of our mentors just, like, try to warn us and say, like, you know, it's, it's going to be hard. There's going to be a culture shock. And I didn't believe it until we were in a classroom and you're, like, the only person of color in there. Ooh, yeah. um, so the first year, I would say, was a struggle. But I think what really helped was um, I was lucky that a lot of people from White Center actually went to Western. Yeah. Like, a lot of my good friends went to Western. And I think that if I didn't have that support, um, I don't I don't know. I was able to finish, but it was just nice being able to have other people from the community yeah. be in a space where you're kind of confused about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little bit of an outcast yeah. in a sense. So the first year, I, I found myself like really missing home and like questioning if I wanted to be there. Um, but I was able to reach out to like Aaron and um, you know talk to him about his experience and like what I can be doing better. Like just being able to express like how I'm feeling was like really important because yeah. I don't think I would have been able to get through that. Um, it did get better. Um, college was fun. Um, it definitely shaped me into, it helped me grow for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but after I had graduated, um, I, don't, I don't know, maybe, I think you reached out to me, Pat. You just wanted to connect. Um, and then we talked and it ended up with, um, so do you want to come to this meeting? Like, <laughs> Every Saturday? And then, of course, I said yes. I always say yes. Um, I think that's kind of the common theme in my life. Um, I'm just, I don't always know what to say, but I will always show up. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. So I ended up going to the Saturday meetings. Um, Are these the ones... The it was like conquer the world meetings. Conquer oh, world. whoa. Oh, that's way Hold before. up, hold Holy up. Crap. Wait, no, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't sure which one. I think that's the one before you asked me to be on the board. Yes. And then uh, you asked me to be on the podcast. And, and did you have a plan for me or something? I did. I wanted she said, I want to keep you here. You There's the that. Conquer the World, and then, well, what's, the, what's, what's the other one that what you guys did with Aaron? That's the one. Hold on, let me talk. Let me speak okay, on yeah, this. Okay, yeah, yeah. I feel like I, I feel like I can speak on this, right? Okay, cool. Get the, get the approval, you know what I mean? Stringer. You know? <laughs> um, so we, we, uh, we, Pat and I had one-on-ones, um, regular one-on-ones during my planning. And I was just like, Pat, after I'm done talking I, I, with you and when we plan things, I feel like I feel like we can conquer the world. Yeah. I feel like White Center will conquer the world. And we're like, yeah, we can conquer the world. We just, <laughs> we just need more heads. We just need more people. Yeah, we need more people. <laughs> All right. So we started inviting, you know, we started inviting people. Yeah. Um, I think the only thing, uh, I feel like there were a couple people, I, brought, I, I think the, the whole thing was just make sure that they have their, their e-card. The evergreen car. Yeah. Make sure that they <laughs> make sure that they're alum. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think th- that was the start of a lot of things. A lot of things. And the reason, I mean, I, I hate to be 
specific to alumni. I, I'm just and and this whole podcast is all behind the. I mean, the thing we have in common is that we're all alumni. Yes. Yes. And and um to our audience, I think when we even thought of this in the first place, I think a lot of it was when we organize, when we put out White Center for White Center. Um. Who, how do we battle this, like, the gentrification? Mm-hmm. How do we battle this idea that, like, when, when folks are coming in, that they're part of the, 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 the grain of this culture, of this community? Because we don't want to put people out, but at the same time, um, folks were organizing things and wondering why nobody in the community shows up. Yeah. And folks in the community are showing up to things like Cultivate. Yeah. They're showing up to things like, you know, Taste of Wine Center, CDA. You know, I mean, they're, they're, they're doing things. People yeah. in the community are doing things. And yeah. folks are asking, how do we get involved? Mm-hmm. You look at the White Center page, uh, Facebook page, how do we get involved? Yeah. And I think, like, it's different when you uh, either are a kid in this community mm-hmm. or you have kids in this community true one you have no agency right when you're a kid mm-hmm. you just you don't get to choose this yeah and, and, and this will somehow be such a big deciding factor of the influence over your whole entire life yeah and if you're having kids i mean you have agency you get to decide but i think for you it becomes a very interesting question when you're a parent and deciding to be in White Center, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and and I have a lot of respect for that. Yeah, uh, because your kids will be influenced by this community, and you're choosing that. I like you're that. choosing us. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> you're choosing us. Heck yeah, so the I, ship, the ship. <laughs> I mean, other folks, you you know, you can be a part of that wave, right? Moving to White Center is cheap, kind of relatively mm-hmm. the um, you know tech wave. I'm, I'm not even really down speaking anybody who's in tech, but yeah. that's that's the kind of thing that I'm thinking. You know, when when I think about what I want for our community, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I have a question for you guys before I really before, I, I want to ask you guys what, what what is your hope for our community in the future? But uh-huh. before we move on, I want to ask what's something that you miss that, that's no longer in White Center? Anymore? Let's keep this one quick so we can keep it mad. <laughs> It's hard to keep it quick with questions like that, man. I'll give you I'll give you a couple. I'll give you a couple. I'll give you a couple. Just just okay. as an example, all right? So stir your. Do you, know, do you know what you do you um, know what you miss about White Center, Lisa? Oh, you do. Hongsu. Oh, that was good. Are they closed? Uh, yeah, dude. Oh, when did they close? Remember they they burned. burned down. Oh, oh. dude, man, Hongsu. That I was... think I think they had a GoFundMe. I don't I don't know where that went, but I don't think That's they're sad. coming back anytime soon. Yeah, for people who don't <laughs> know what that is, the Vietnamese deli that was on Sixteenth. A uh, very huge staple in White Center. Back in the day, you can get them banh mi's for like two. Back when they're like the a dollar, a dollar twenty-five, a dollar twenty-five, and one night, and get your, you know, get your Chinese sausages yeah. and your yeah. room temp spring rolls. Room temp right. spring rolls. Your your bana- your fried banana um, yeah, yeah. Uh, thing, whatever. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, they recently had um a little bit of a fire issue. I forget that that happened a lot quicker than. It happened. I feel like it's a couple years ago now. Yeah. No, damn. Right? I because I, I, I remember when they. I remember when they they came back open. After the, um, it happened during the pandemic. Oh, oh it wow. did. Yeah, it was on the fourth of July. Oh wow! Okay, gotcha. Yeah, man, good place. That was a bomb place. I missed them too. What do you miss, Frank? Anything? Oh, magic lanes. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> that wasn't even on my radar, dude. I do miss <laughs> Magic Lanes. Yo, yo, Magic Lanes had you know Dar, two dollars. Yo, no, hold on. Oh, the Dar, <laughs> we were at Roxbury Lanes. Yeah, and Dar was like going like walking around the front 
And I'm like, what are you looking for? It's like the jukebox. Where's the jukebox? I was like, bro. It's like magic. It's like magic, like magic, magic lanes, lanes, bro. bro. <laughs> When's the last time you've been bowling? Dude. <laughs> yeah. Man. Because we used to play whatever song you could put the, you know, you had the, the jukebox. Kid? And then they had the, the, the night, you know, they're like the, the, the neon with the lasers yeah. and things. You could go. The coolest thing about magic lanes is that every Saturday at 8 o'clock or like 11 o'clock at night, you can go and do $2 bowling. Uh, unlimited two dollar bowling for like the rest of the night, and so where, I, where was that? Lo- that uh, was in White Center. Yeah, so yeah. near that show. So you know, on on when you're coming down the hill by the from by the by that by the, the new library. library. Oh, so where that yeah. show station? You know where the the church with yes, the yes, star yes. on it? Yep, yep, yeah, yep. that's it. That's oh. mad. That used to be oh, Magic I didn't know Lanes. That. So a lot of so when Magic Lanes closed down, a lot of people that worked at Magic Lanes ended up moving to Roxbury Lanes mm. and working there. So basically, I think they took all the cooks, and that's yeah. why the food's so good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, but yeah, man, I remember I would like Saturday. You probably had nothing to do Saturday night, and you know, you know, you're getting older, and it's just like, yeah, I want to go, go hang out. So you go, go hang out. You, they, hey, two dollar bowling, Magic Lanes. Y'all meet up together right here. You know what I'm saying? Get some, get some bread from Albertsons. I miss Albertsons too. Oh my god. Albertsons. Oh man, I miss that Albertsons. Ch- the chicken. Uh, yeah, the man, that chicken. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm, Somebody know. was. Tri- they were doing like a what's the best chicken fried chicken uh on like a like a I don't know one of those shows like BuzzFeed Crosscut or something like that yeah 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 and uh somebody brought Albert's chicken and I was like why are you right <laughs> right, right? right I mean I wouldn't have thought of them in the in a conversation but why are you right there, there was a conversation that happened a long time ago um uh between me Pat who else was in that room was it me you but we were this is when Pat's office was back at Mount View uh like right when you walk up the stairs <laughs> and I remember we were talking about we were talking about like like because we were talking about KFC chicken and like how like just how whack it is and um I was just like you know like you no know, there's Popeyes and anything but Albertson's fried chicken, man. It's just like, and I was just like, it doesn't. It gives you. It doesn't give. KFC doesn't give you the chicken high that comes with Albertson's fried chicken. And I really, and I really think that. I would say it feeds the family because my mom is like, it feeds by the family. The thirty piece wings and thighs, I yeah. think it was. Yeah. <laughs> and like I, you know, we get that chicken like anywhere, like if you were going to some function in White Center any time like you can guarantee that there's going to be albertson's fried chicken there's probably going to be some pizza gallery yeah no. and there's probably going to be something from the salvadorian bakery i'm going to ask you you know what you hope for right i think mm. the the last podcast a lot of folks were talking about why they still live in white center and i think yeah. you live in white center because you hope for something there's something that you're hopeful for yeah. and it, you know you mentioned the folks who are still here right i mean roxbury's still here yes yeah. uh salvadorian bakery still yeah. here um, Super Savers is not the same, but it's still, but it, it, it's I kinda, will say it it's they have a large similar. selection of meat. They do, yeah. yeah, and a lot of Vietnamese stuff too. Yeah, definitely. Like they got the meat already cut up for pasole and everything. I'm Their just, produce is not no, that bad either. Yeah, they, they do a good job. And I, and so <laughs> my question is, in order to retain those things, right? Like, what is it that you hope for? Like for me, especially working in the schools, mm-hmm. my hope is that every person in white center um starting with the youth has the opportunity to pursue whatever they want to pursue academically yeah. athletically 
or artistically. That's that's this. Pat, you gave your mission statement last time. This is my. That's my mission statement. You know, reflecting back, because I, I don't really like talking about myself, and I said that in the beginning. It makes me kind of nervous. But um, I think that, you know, like Bike Club and all the programs that I were I was in, I would volunteer. I would always just say yes to anything when it came up. Um, I think in those moments, like, after, like, leaving, like, an event, I always felt a sense of purpose. Mm. And I think that's important to have a sense of purpose in life, right? That's what we're – we want to feel – like, we are adding value to whatever we're doing, whatever we're choosing to do. Um, and I think that's why I'm, I'm still here in White Center. Like, I feel I have a sense of community here. I have support, and I have a purpose. And I want to be able to give, you know, someone like me who's kind of unsure, you know, like coming into, like, a community and not really knowing, like, who can I lean on. Yeah. Um, I just want to be able to help that person, a group of people, um, to just have a sense of purpose. Mm. I like that. I like that. I know how to build community in White Center. I know how to build community somewhere, like like in in this place. That's not White Center. But if I move out of the country, you know, to to maybe a place that doesn't really need it, can I still do it? Because for me, like you know, you come from White Center. Community is, you know, bringing uh, bringing in together. You know a lot of times low income and lots of young people who are not aware of what's going on in a very, very similar, like a very similar track, but very different experiences on that track. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, to be brought up with people like Zach and Pat and Margot, Fatna, I've been given, not, not just given, but been guided in a way that says like, hey, you don't got to survive all the time. You know what I'm saying? And you can actually like yearn to live without the without the cost of your morality, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, if I did have a mission statement, because I love I love I love this place. I love Dubsy, man. Like, like it's like it's like food for the soul. On that um, note, I think that's a I think that's a good you know White Center versus the world. Yeah, you know, man. White Center over everything. Heck yeah. yeah, man. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. Um, yeah. Did you, did you guys have anything else? No, thank you. I'm I'm just really thankful to be here with all of you guys. Yeah, this is a uh, like you know the podcast inside White Center and the people around us. Like you know we're all Evergreen alumni, and and it's crazy to be with the like with you know the people that I grew up with, and then the people that I know that I went to school with, you know, and then to really come together as adults and really fortify. That, is that a good word? Fortify our spot. I like that you try it anyways. I, I, I'm, you're right. You know, <laughs> I just I'm gonna say it until somebody tells me that is wrong, but um, uh, or to really solidify. That's what I want to say. Solidify. Just cut that part out. Um, uh, solidify our Wait spot. You are who you are. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For the solidify our spot in this community and really just talk about the things that we talk about. Really, really glad that we had this episode and whatnot and. Yeah, I, I really love you guys. You guys are awesome. And um, yeah, man. Don't see you all day, baby. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.